Start it. <laughs> You're listening to Just Keep Living, the glass house conversation where there are no stones thrown. This podcast is a judgment free zone for free thinkers who value personal growth and mental health. We're all about inspiring and empowering others, all while creating safe spaces to have difficult conversations. Join us every week as we have fun, get vulnerable, and go deep. Answering each other's questions on a range of topics from sex to religion and everything in between. And we do mean everything. We're just trying to figure it out. Like Granny always said, just keep living. Welcome to the show. Woo! Oh, oh, oh. Woo! Y'all hitting beatbox. All right. Y'all, we back. It's been a minute. Yay. Okay. Uh, you was in the back of the church getting it. Hey, hey. <laughs> Y'all didn't know that Master P had all, the, had all the skills. All right. So we are back for it. We're going to call this another season? All right. Let's we don't know where we're going to put it at yet. It may be another uh, season, but we are celebrating Father's Day today. And Juneteenth. All right. I should have brought my books out. Oh, so Mother's Day got to get coupled with something? Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. We just so happy to be celebrated as black people and free this year. Hey, it's man. a federal holiday tomorrow. Hey. Last year, I think, was the first year. So um, we have some guests today, but we're going to do introductions. It's been a while. This is Jenna. Woo. This is Master P. This is Shonda. This is Joe. Who we got in the house? Who are our guests? J-Rock. Jerome, the player from the Himalayas. <laughs> Marcus, in, Marcus in the house. Marcus. In we got Marcus. Marcus is here. You gonna introduce yourself, or you, you want me to do it? No, you better do it, bro. Get on the mic, homie. <laughs> you can just talk in there. You here? You good? Just talking in. Eddie. Eddie, Eddie. is in the crib, bro. Eddie is. Eddie in. is my baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Father's Day. It's Father's Day. Get it right. Get it right. Get it right. So we've been trying to get Baby Daddy Eddie. That's how you got to say his name. Baby Daddy Eddie. Uh-huh. On the podcast for a while. So it's Father's Day. We're going to celebrate y'all. We got some questions for you guys. And um, just a happy Father's Day. Yes. yes. So my first question is, how do y'all feel about Father's Day? Mm. You got to Anybody? Go ahead. Right, come through. I just feel like it's a day of celebration where we just appreciate appreciation to the fathers. It's like it's nothing to it. It's like it's just a holiday. You know, like every other one. Okay, that's his. That's Jerome. So what you think? There's a lot of layers to that question because now that you try to couple right. Father's Day with another holiday, I kind of felt like they wouldn't do that if Mother's Day was like, you know, tomorrow. If Mother's Day was like close to MLK Day, they wouldn't do that, you know, because it gets all. I read somewhere Father's Day is like the most, a hundredth most popular holiday. So oh, yeah. like Mother's Day is like up there, like number three, like we after Christmas. Right. Father's Day is like a hundred. Like, oh. Right wow. after Cinco So I feel Mayo. like it doesn't get enough. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Cinco de Mayo is more celebrated than Father's Day. We love tequila and tacos. <laughs> exactly. More than you like right? like me. That, that so, you me. know, it's something that fathers, we were just talking about this, right? So old school fathers wouldn't say nothing, but we not old school, damn it. Hey, right. come through. Gonna be so gonna be Express so yourself. You're right. So we need we need celebrated more. Okay. On that end. Okay. True that. Okay. All right. All right. I, I love this. Right. That's what we want to talk about. What exactly. about you? How you feel, Eddie? 
Baby daddy Eddie. I think it got go downgraded. Go ahead and get that mic, Eddie. What'd you it say? It got watered. Eddie. Eddie nervous, but he wasn't nervous. Eddie gonna get, Eddie gonna nervous get making me a baby mama. Oh, my oh, Lord. Lord. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Hey, Stay let's out. put some sheets over that. Stay over that out of race. Good. You ain't gonna live that down. Stay out of raise. Um, <laughs> I did get pregnant. Father's Day raise. is uh, it's sometimes a little challenging. Um, so it's tough for me to be celebrated, but I understand that it's definitely a need. So okay. um, it's... It's um it's twofold. Yeah. Father's Day for me is hard. Um, I lost my mother nine years ago on Father's Day, mm. so um, it's it has become a day that I just try to get through. Yeah. So I heard that. Yeah. There's um people at this table on this podcast that don't have their fathers for Father's Day, so grief is something else. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things you know people out there mourning the loss of their father or maybe a father figure. Um, no matter what, it shows up. Grief will show up like it's it's wild. You be having a good day, and grief will be like, bam. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's to me, it's embracing those feelings. Um, yeah. So I know Shauna, this is your first Father's Day without your your dad too. How you feeling about Father's Day? Yeah, me me and Jerome on that note. So it's definitely you know I am happy that my dad is no longer suffering. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm feeling him like in a really different way. I wear his chain. This is his ashes. Mm-hmm. So in his name, you know, he has he was an amazing man to me. And, you know, I know he would want to be remembered not for the person that he was sitting in the bed for the last three years in pain and about to get his leg and stuff cut off because, you know, diabetes and his um, kidneys and stuff wasn't working and him and his brain wasn't you know, functioning and stuff like that. That's not how my dad was, nor did he want to be remembered that way. And I am just like, I'm rejoicing. It does hurt that I can't call him. But at the same time, like I'm happy because I wasn't able to call him this three years that he was laying in the bed either, Mm. you know? So I'm just rejoicing. It doesn't, um, it, I don't, I can't speak for all those who have lost fathers, but I am rejoicing that my dad is in a better place than he was in the last three years that he was just sitting here just for my personal gain. He's not in pain. So, I mean, and I love him and that doesn't change the person that he was and how he always have been because he's not my uh, biological father, but I'm telling you that man, I speak volumes about him because he has made me the woman I am today. Cause I'm telling you his love that he shown me was impeccable mm-hmm. and without it, I, w- I would not be who I am. So I give him all his credit and his flowers, his rewards and everything, because that's all he wanted. He wanted to make sure that he played a part in our lives. And he's like, anything else, you know, I just want y'all to make sure that you be you and who God has called y'all to be. He said, that's all that I would like to make sure that I imprinted on every, like all seven of y'all. Cause it's seven of us. He took me and my brothers in and was, he had four of his own and, then he took me and my brothers, and that's like me seven. And he never divided us to make it look like it was different. He was amazing, man. And mm-hmm. so I just like, look, rejoice, 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 guys. I'm happy. Yes. <laughs> yes. What, what about you, Joe? How you feel about Father's Day? Um, this, I, th- I think this one is my most special uh, Father's Day. Um, I think I would say that because this is the first time I feel like I'm being celebrated for being me. Um, and, and what I've, you know, it's not about what I've done. <clears throat> it's not about, it's just about, you know, me, me being me and, uh, providing a space for people to be them. And so, uh, I think, I th- like I said, I think this is one of the, the most special ones 
that that goes down. Other than that, before I, I don't I didn't really. Father's Day was like a joke. It was like a mm, not a joke. You know, mm. Like that, like that. I, I I think that I think that, I think that people look at fathers and don't understand the pain that they go through, and so it's a joke. So it's like if how you gonna celebrate? I don't think you can celebrate somebody who you don't understand. Mm. So okay. <clears throat> so that's how we started, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just being real. So I think I don't, you know. So I think this one, I think it's more special because. People understand me. Mm. I've 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 been able to express myself for people to feel my pain, people to feel my my celebrations, people to see who I really am and understand that I struggle like really bad, mm-hmm. and so it's a celebration of who I really am and not what you know society says or or anything like that. You understand who I am, and so you can celebrate what I've done and who I you know who I am today. That's dope. That's I like beautiful. That. What I hear yeah. is. I'm celebrating being authentically me. Mm. Yes. yes. Which yes. is a part of you as a father. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And we was talking about that already outside and uh, just the recognition or lack of, but Kendrick Lamar has a song on his new album and he talk, it's called like grown men with daddy issues. Mm. And, uh, it's like it's like the whole album is is basically like telling you the culture that we have because that's the culture. It's like we all have daddy issues and sometimes we're scared to share them with even our spouses because in that weakness, right? It's wow. like we were talking about that out there, being okay. vulnerable, which y'all said in y'all intro, y'all yeah. shows vulnerability. So sometimes we're even scared to show that. Like you said, this might be the first time. Like you said, oh, wow, we starting with that because you might not a brother might feel like he can't say that to his spouse because mm-hmm. I'm gonna look weak. But mm-hmm. the truth is, we do. We do have those daddy issues, and I mean, I even forgave my dad. I've, I've, my dad smoked crack for twenty years. I forgave him, met him, dealt with the issues. It made me a better person. Mm-hmm. But then the issues are still there. Mm-hmm. That's how deep rooted they yes. are. Now the yes. issue is he's not the man. Not even the type of man I would respect. So now I've let you in. We built a relationship for 12 years, and so you're not even the type of father that I would respect. So there's still trauma there. Mm. And I'm like, how? I thought I dealt with this. Like, wow. I'm a dad now. Wow. This so, so, so no, that's good. It's real. That's what just keep living is. We have right. real conversations here. Yes. But and we all, and we're going to have April going to join us at the end, and she's going to throw in that mental health. <laughs> yes. Component. She said, what? Yes. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Because uh, it's a lot, like he said, it's a lot of I layers. I her leaning to, in. She was listening. She, yeah. She know mental health because she was like, whoa, she was listening. Right. But it, we know that stuff that's not healed will pop up. Mm. What what we're doing is just coping. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, you, know, my dad has been gone 11 years now. Mm. And when we talk about grief, like, I have a lot of love for my dad, but it is a lot of pain and trauma. Mm-hmm. And when I think about Father's Day, I wish my daddy was still here so that I... I didn't give him enough grace. Mm. As I've gotten older, I realized that my daddy was dealing with demons. Mm. That's why he wow. treated me that way. So I wish I could extend some grace to mm-hmm. him so we could have a better relationship. I looked at my daddy like, you were supposed to know better. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yes. now this version yes. of me, like, mm-hmm. damn shit, you was just getting through like we was getting through. You right. was just an older right. kid. Yes. That coping mechanism. And I wow. think a lot of time with fathers and men, we expect y'all to know it all. Yeah. That's the truth. And that's a hard one. It's a hard one to know it all. That we because that, you that don't. Is so true. You don't. <laughs> I mean, because even as I talk to, I, I feel I feel blessed because I had two versions of fathers. You know, mm-hmm. I really did. My my dad was an alcoholic. He my biological father. He really wasn't involved. You know, and he you know he played his part. You know, he's like he don't want to argue with my mom, so he stayed distant. You know, at the same I paid child support. And that's like look here, I did my part. You know, and that's what fathers like supposedly were good at. 
when it came to the fact that I paid child support. I mean, it wasn't there, you know, but I paid child support. Granted, my mom dipped and my mom took us all out. <laughs> so she wasn't having nothing to do with my dad because of maybe the 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 toxic relationship that they had. Mm. So it was kind of like inflicted as, oh, your dad, you know, he, you know, I can't stand him. But at the same time, that didn't, that didn't put him as a father. That was just a bad relationship, uh-huh. you know, that, um, because here it is, he tried his best to some extent, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't fight for us. He ain't, he ain't going to do that. Cause he just wasn't a person that just going to sit there and argue. I mean, back then, I mean, women, just downplayed, well, I know my mom downplayed my father to be <laughs> the worst man ever. Oh, you know, she horrible. could not stand My mother did not. Him. My mom did she not. She did not. When my parents got divorced, my mom always said, that's your father. See. I would not bad. But my mom also, you know, we talked about on a different episode, uh, Pray Away to Gay, you uh, know, and I was mm-hmm. like, my mom gave me a different insight on people and all that. My mom would not. She talked crazy about him now. He yeah. dead and gone. <laughs> yeah. And once we got grown. But you, but you know. But, it's like when you said the pain doesn't go away, right? So it's still in there. So yeah. we talked about that and we compared it to the scripture of like the man with the withered hand. Like, you know, back in the days, the whole scripture premise is you couldn't go in the temple and have an affliction. So the man was hiding his hand. So Jesus say, show it. And once he showed it, it mm. was healed. His mm. hand was whole. Wow. So, the, so the truth is until we show our afflictions, mm-hmm. we can't be healed from it. But so, so how do we, because even we, we yeah. like, like even Martin, right? Like we quoted that show, that show's great. And it claims to represent the culture. But the truth is even that, that show represents a lot of misogynist, misogynism. We like, that, yeah. like yes. how do, if, if we're conscious of this, how as sisters and brothers or as lovers, husbands, wives, fathers, how do we give each other space to actually talk about this kind of stuff? Because mm. people don't even feel like they'll come back to your house if you tell them you were molested by your uncle. Wow. If you tell them you were abused with a belt in your face, right? So how, because then you're going to use that against me in an argument. So yeah. it's really on us. To stop doing that. And I'm guilty of it myself. To I, say, oh, you, you to, to, to mention my wife's trauma or mention things I know about her parents to be petty as fuck. Excuse mm. my language. But how do we live like, 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 cause I, you know, and, and that's what we're talking about out there. Even as brothers, like, how do I give my brother a space to talk about his abuse mm. and not feel weak? Like, I'm gonna use that against him later. That's or like, like, you know, cause, that, cause that's the type of culture. Like, we use wow. it against each other and we're taught that. Wow. Yeah. We, 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 Yes, I can't hear you. No, but hey y'all, that's April coming in. Okay, hey, coming y'all. in. Y'all know y'all met April what second or third episode. Yeah. So what I learned, I, I was just when Jenna called me this morning, we had a conversation. I was like, yo. I don't even know how to celebrate this day. I've never celebrated Father's Day a day in my life. It hurt my heart. So and I was, I was like, like, what do y'all do? And I said, do I bring something? And Jenna was like, you serious? She I said, said yeah. yeah. I said, you no. want me to bring a dessert? I said, what, what is what we got to talk about. No, no, no. That's not even how it started. She said, well, what y'all doing today? I said, oh, we going to Joe. Joe's house at 2. No, no. Hold on. She said, I said, 2 o'clock, we going to Joe's. She said, oh, is it Joe's birthday? I was like, no, girl, it's Father's Day. She was like, what? that and i was like oh, what do you mean wow i said how do you celebrate him i said do you need me to bring something she said april like said, my no, heart what is like, he like i said do a uh, dessert do i need to text shoshana and see what what do y'all do on this day and she was like bring a dessert or she was like yeah dessert i don't think yeah. i said well i want to go get a special dessert so i was like i want to go get a cake not a regular Albertson. i was like what kind of cake but yes. but it's it's the thought behind but, but what i was like, going back to say is in day? there i was like what is that and yes. even my sister when she called today 
she was like, girl, it's Juneteenth. You know, she taking the kids' celebration, and her boyfriend was like, it's Father's Day, too. And she was like, we don't know nothing about that. Like, we didn't. Um, that's <laughs> and I was like, but and, he's uh, a father that, that, acknowledged. I was like, girl, get him a card or something. And she's like, what that, you want? A like, card and some pussy. Oh, like, she literally oh, didn't know. That, no, that, you that, want a card and some pussy? Like, okay, you know that's what, what I'm going to give you. And so what, what, what that shows in a lot of times is that men, man, like, it's like we're forgotten people. You don't Black understand. Men. Yes, we're what, the only it, culture that does struggles. And, 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 with this. and what it is, and then think about this. Think, yeah, but but think about this. Like when when you're a forgotten person, think of how you feel in a household when I can't show my emotion. It's like you kind of get what I'm saying. When that emotion of fear or that emotion of of, of hurt or that emotion of a pain, and you can't come home and your partner doesn't understand that you have an emotion. You get what I'm saying? Like, so that thought of Y'all saying, hurt my so, heart, so, right? so for real, so saying that like, Hey, like, you know, like what is Father's Day? Like you're forgotten cause you're forgotten. You know, you really are. You're forgotten cause you're forgotten group. You're forgotten human. You're forgotten big part of the community. And you don't understand the pain that you go through when you're forgotten. There's times I've cried in my parking lot. There's times I cried in target parking lot. There's times I've cried. I don't, I don't, there's times you don't want to go home. You don't, you don't want to, you don't, you don't even want to go to work because you're still a forgotten person. You're forgotten. You have no emotion. You're not Black even, you're not, you, yeah, you're not, you're, yeah, you're We're not. We're the only culture that does not, do you guys understand that every it's Father's true. Day, we are the only culture who, who, where we feel as black women have to emasculate and our independence of we are, well, what yeah. about the single moms in there? Mm-hmm. I don't hear the Asian women. Tell me one Asian post, Mexican yeah. post, that doesn't Puerto Rican, you don't no. see it. it they happen. don't, they do not because they're thinking yeah. Even in the sense of, I was telling someone, we can't you, hear you. Just so you know, you no, said no, no, you no, dropping no, some facts. No, we just no, can't no, hear you. Even when you see how the dynamic is from there, I, I was speaking to my homegirl's husband today. I called to tell him happy birthday because he's a special guy in my life. And I was like, Reggie, I really want to say thank you for helping with the kids, just being who you are. And he was like, I appreciate that, April. Mm. I said, What do you mean? He said, Because you know, my son is even a mama's boy. And there he said, I've just come to realize at a certain age, there's going to be some form of rejection of dad because they feel like dad is present. That's enough for us. Mm. Not asking him his opinion not you know and i'm like but the girls are daddy's girls he's like they're daddy's girls when it serves their need and their Mm -hmm. purpose and it's usually on the surface they're not having the conversations with me about the boys per se or the things he's like they're going to you they're going to auntie april they're calling mom he said i just want to know why is it our culture is the only one that struggles with acceptance of who we are and where we are, but acknowledging that other people can't get there if we are in a trauma race. And I said, who taught you that? And he started laughing. He said, you. I said, we compete for trauma. In order for me to understand your hurt, I need you to know about mine first. And mine may be more exuberant and more bigger than yours, but I don't want to hear yours because I need you to hear mine first. We are in hurt cycles and trauma races. And the, the sad part about it is most black men there's never been reconciliation for the black man's hurt since slavery. Nobody's yeah. ever went back and been like, my brother, I'm Just sorry that they changed you. And I'm sorry they fed you pig slop. And I'm sorry that they bent you over and stuck a dick in your ass and, and took you to a place of where now you're struggling with different entities of there. I'm sorry that they put crack in the neighborhoods and dropped the guns off by the bins and told you kill your brothers because the shoes were more important than like so these are the things so, all I would say is, so we gotta do that we for do. each other yeah so that's yeah. why i love how you evolving as a black woman so when you say what does he want that's what we want that's what we 
one for Father's Day. The acknowledgement yeah. of that. Yes. The acknowledgement so, that we went man, through that. Because yes. that's that's when we uh, have to do it. We can't sit around caring about what society acknowledged, really. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fake. We have to do it for each other. Because there's so many layers to what you said. I mean, mm, you could write a right. book on everything you said, <laughs> right? It's like no. so many layers because it's so deep. Because I would ask, I would ask so many questions and then shut up. Because I would say, well, you don't know how to celebrate your father, but do you celebrate God? Because do you mm. think of God as like a fatherhood? How do you celebrate God but not know how to celebrate man? Now, I'm not the one that thinks that man is God. Trust me. I do believe the feminine aspect of God. I know that. And But what I'm saying is like to have a relationship with the father but not our own. Got it. It's just so there. many layers to yeah. everything that she said. It's so many layers. But the main one I would say what I love is that we got to do it for each other. It's like we yeah. got to know because I because when you would say that, I would know that comes from a household, obviously, where you didn't celebrate Father's Day. Because if you practice that, then you would know you say, mm-hmm. well, this is what my dad liked. He liked the thing of beer. He liked. So you would know you would practice it. That's so right. that's what I'm saying. We don't practice it enough. And that's what we were talking about is like. At the end of the day, we just want a space to be able to to celebrate that, and, and, and for, or or to acknowledge that, and give us a space to grow in that. But I love and, how you, you know, guys are involved. It, it is for you to even ask that and, question, and, and 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 to say like, okay, yes, it's a growth space, but also to recognize that even like after Father's Day, I still have that emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I still I still feel empty. I still feel you know, tired, rejected, hurt. Like, I still have that. It's just not Father's Day that I'm, I'm here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's not a, like, just like, just like, you know, you know, you want the, the, the cards and the recognition and those things. It's every day that we need, hey, I love you. Mm-hmm. I'm here for yes. you. I have this space for you. Here, let me hold you. Here, if you need to cry, come and cry. Here, if the job and you feel like this at the place and you have nowhere to go, I'm here for you and I will hold you. And you can, you know, no matter what, if we lose everything, I know that you're trying your best. I'm here for you. Because it's the fact of, if, 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 that's, not, if that's not clearly communicated at a, on, a, on, a, on a regular basis, it's, 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 it's null and void. It's just like you know, you know. It's anybody. If I if I don't if I neglect to give you give you the recognition and the stuff in your life that you're here and that you're doing so important, it's like, why am I here? You know, it's it's yeah. it's, it's almost like it's, you're you're filling an empty space. And we're not saying give you a man a free pass to cry no, every day. Because yeah. I know, OG, I know you got to sit over here and let, like we understand there's a balance. Like we used the word hybrid <laughs> earlier. Like we're not saying if your man cry every day, that's cool. We're talking about giving us that space, safe but recognizing space. Oh, yeah. we're a yeah. safe space because we don't space. get it nowhere else. We got guns pointed. We got nowhere else. And sure. it's hard even as a human being, not just black, because we talked about that 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 earlier. But knowing I'm still a beast, I'm still a king. Yeah. Even in that vulnerability. Matter of fact, I love you so much, I'm able to show you that vulnerability. Yeah, I'm a absolutely. king. And I'm a king for that. To even show pe- my people. A king should right. even be able to show his followers that he's a, he's vulnerable. Yeah, I wanna, and so, and so, and so to recognize that and still recognize we're beasts. Because we do that with y'all. Like, yes. I'm vulnerable. I, I let my wife be right. vulnerable, but I've seen her push out four babies. I know she's a god. Like, I know hey, she's right. But, but I still know she needs that space to cry, mm-hmm. to be hurt. Mm-hmm. But I just want to acknowledge you, fathers, because it first took y'all to show up as a father. This is one of the reasons why we're even representing you as this day. I think it, it got washed down a little bit back then because... 
men weren't showing up. Some of them was not showing up as a father. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of other cultures, it's, take a turn. it's it, taking a turn. It was it really taking is. a turn. It is. Yes. It really and is. I feel like that is becoming more and, yeah. and, and it's starting. And even with y'all being able to be vulnerable and talk, it's starting to become more guys are starting to notice. Oh, okay. Yo, this brother is coming out, you know, cause before y'all just, Y'all kept it all in. Y'all y'all made it look like y'all had it we all. Yeah. yeah. You know, y'all made it like provide, yeah. provide, provide. Condition, yeah. condition, provide. Well, and and the thing about it is, even when our when we in our marriage, it was like, you know, he's like, Well, I'm making sure that y'all eat, I'm making sure you know I'm providing, <laughs> I'm doing all of this. So it's like, you know, I can't see it as though you're asking for this vulnerability because here it is. You just see it to be what my dad provided. And that's what he's, that's what his father showed him. So that's the way he showed up. I provided the way my father showed love. I love you by providing when we needed somebody to kick a ball. I needed you to catch a ball. I needed you to, I needed a safe place to say, okay. I needed to be like, daddy, this is what's going on with so-and-so in school. But it was, no, it was, I'm straight a provider and I show you love because I provide it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They Save have all the that for your mama. Save <laughs> right. all that for your mama. But, that, but that when is, mama's hurt inside, what is mama teaching kids? It is, but that, that's a whole that's go. a whole thing. But that's, even but even back then but even back then where and I'm and this is like even though I'm still dealing with, you know, a lot of forgiveness, you know, with you know my father and and things like that, mm-hmm. you know, where was it presented to him to be emotional? At that time right. as well, you know what I'm saying. There That's was no, grace. there was no space for him to show up and be emotional because mm. that shit was cut down quick. You know how strong black women are at that time to be, to yeah. be emotional is what we you, don't want to be strong. No, you don't. That but, we don't. But I'm not. We, I'm not saying that you're not want to. But I'm saying that that's not that's not. You don't want to be strong, which it is was understandable. Program. It was yes, definitely pro- masculinity was programmed into all culture. Yes. That so, alone, black culture, all culture was masculinity. But we got it times twenty because we're like the gods of the earth. Yes. So everything we do is times twenty. You're right. So when you when you can't when you can't show up, oops, I'm not getting it. But when you uh, when you can't That's show how I up, getting it on Father's Day from his mama, not his daddy. Yeah, she used to be getting. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> hey, sometimes it be that way. So look, so like when if they if they it's it's like the you know the black woman doesn't, and this is just an example in in our marriage, right? Shauna didn't know how to let me be vulnerable. Because vulnerability to her was weakness in the sense that we were not going to survive. There's no place for vulnerability. There's no place for weakness. That was how she had to be. You kind of get what I'm saying? So when I grew, there was no place, you know, didn't speak up. The woman just said everything. You just sit in the back and give and, you know, sit back and kind of serve. You know, they mm-hmm. go on and do that. You just serve and she's the voice. You serve and she's the voice. And it just goes back to, to me, it's like, it's like you know, Slavery. it's every day. Like, really, to be honest with you, it's, 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 it's underlying it's underlying issue. So... It's for a man to show up and show his vulnerability in that is a that's like that's like jumping off the cliff with no you don't even know if your parachute's gonna work. Mm-hmm. You don't even know. You're putting it out there to see and it didn't go off good a lot of times. No, and then when it doesn't yeah. work, that's, that's like, when men have an excuse to say, Oh, see, you were vulnerable yeah. to your girl and look how she look shit how she on did you. you. No, yeah. exactly. That's oh, that, wow. that's exactly <laughs> no, but it's real talk. That's exactly it's real talk. How it that's real talk. That's that's exactly and it hurts. Can but I just jump I in and say this? Yeah. I think that first of all, when we talk about vulnerability, everybody throws out these words and then nobody actually defines the substance of the word. Okay. Vulnerability looks so different for so many different people. And I think what happens is we confuse 
ideology of vulnerability, acceptance, acknowledgement, and even accountability into this mind frame of what we feel a black man should be. Nobody can define a black man but a black man. And the problem is when you guys define who you are and say it, it's met with resistance because it's not who I need you to be. You're telling me who you are, but it's not who I need you to be. So I'm going to meet you with resistance until you conform to who I need you to be as a father, as a man, as a husband, as a boyfriend, as a baby daddy. And when it doesn't work, there's friction in the, in the, in the tone, even when we speak. So we'll begin to take on what you need and, and do that. And, and that's what typically happens. But when you think about the head space and the heart space, a lot of times they don't align. Because the head process is way much faster than the heart. Yes. My mind goes 500 miles per hour. Yes. I could be like, whatever, whatever. Yes. But the heart, it remembers everything. Mm-hmm. And what happens is when you allow that mind to settle down and then it eventually matches with that heart, you sit in the bed like, I was actually mad at this motherfucker today. What do you say to me? <laughs> and people yeah. like, we did that. Like, no, no, I need to handle this now. They're like, yeah. he was. That was two weeks ago, April. I don't care. I mm-hmm. I, mean, I processed it just now, right? <laughs> the, yeah. the typical entity of a man, when he feels what I have experienced in profession, mm. you guys are true empaths that internalize everything. It just shows up and projects differently. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. of what it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. If, I, if you're truly hurt in a moment, your brain says, no, show up this way. You cool. It's cool. I got it. Mm-hmm. But your heart is saying, fuck, like, why, why she do that? Hey, look, so we were talking about that and mental <laughs> health wise, that, that could create a sociopath. Like continuing to do that, that mm-hmm. creates dom- right, right, ah! that creates domestic violence. Mm-hmm. That creates that creates mm-hmm. uh, vi- all kind of things. All of that, that that cre- could create a sociopath. Yeah. Like and, you've and, seen American and, Psycho, you know that. Like hiding those vulnerabilities and just really letting them just fester in you or being attacked with them, mm-hmm. it just creates a crazy. Lo- person. So do you feel that my ex? She said, well, I done dated a sociopath." <laughs> <laughs> well, do you feel as though your definition for fathers? Father's Day or fatherhood, do you feel like it's different now than you felt before? Well, well about I, think, it. I, I think like like what I said is is we have to be that for each other. So no matter society norms, we have to get over our ego. So like if I say, well, I was raised this way where I didn't get to talk. I just got beat. I have to get over my ego. Like who mm. gives a damn how I was raised? That's what my daughter needs. Mm. Right. So so when it comes to Father's Day, you say how I feel about it. Um, I, I mean, growing up, I didn't have a father, so mm. I definitely didn't celebrate it. Like for me, it definitely it wasn't even a, a day at all. Okay. So for me, I, I didn't celebrate it at all. But it's definitely evolved. Like you said, we're all evolving. We can feel a shift from information, from uh, consciousness, from collective, you know, thinking we're all shifting. Like, like she's in mental health. We like I was a counselor for 12 years working with kids. So it's shifting and we're evolving as we go. It's not shifting enough. I have a whole, my mother's married. My mother's, they just celebrated June 19th. My mom celebrated 21 years of marriage and Mm. I just thought about it right now talking to y'all. I don't think I call out to be like happy father's day, but the the point is I probably won't not because I don't honor that he married my mom. Hold on. Let me tell you why. I can't acknowledge something that never showed up for me. I don't know him in that capacity. Uh, So for me, it would be very unauthentic. That was my health. After I spoke to you, I was like, he knows me. He would be like, 
April, are you just doing? I'm not a. I'm not a say something to you to feel good person. Right. I stand in my truth. Mm-hmm, if the conversation good. ever came up, and my mom be like, "Well, you didn't call out and say Happy Father's Day." Well, let's go ahead and open this conversation of why I don't feel yeah. like yeah. I should acknowledge good. him yeah. on Father's Day yeah. because okay. where, where has he, he shown up for me? Wow. And that's that's my sister's. No, and and that's what I'm saying. You would have to know the tone in history. He dated my mom when I was a teenager. He had multiple years to date my mm-hmm. mom and date me. Mm-hmm. But what happened was my mom and him created their own bubble of this is who they are, and they never bit blended the property, the family property. Yeah. I have two stepbrothers that are like we don't we acknowledge that as our older sister because that's what society says. That's our mom, our stepmom's daughter. But they don't know me. My stepbrother could walk on the street right now and be like, what's up? Hey, what's up, Angelo? Good seeing you. It ain't no like, let me call you, bro. We having dinner at the house. You going to mom's? It's not that that tone. And that's why I asked so the question just, of it's, it's how you feel about Father's Day today because right. of the simple fact that some fathers feel as though, oh, I'm a father because I'm a sperm donor. Is that literally what you no. are no, saying? No, he's not a father. Well, so my dad's a so sperm the, donor. That's why he wears the SD So what I hear what? is... Uh, <laughs> San Diego is definitely sperm So the question is, is what is a father to you? Yeah, you go. Man, I mean, I, I haven't got on my day. But I like, I like, wait, she has a different experience. Yeah, Yeah, my experience, like, I'm straight up daddy's girl. Okay. That Mm -hmm. was my experience. And, but at the same time, my dad came from uh, a very abusive and I call it, I call it grandfather. Mm. Um, And so I knew kind of in a certain way that he was trying to change, you know, our experience with Mm. a father. And so when I hear y'all's experience and being vulnerable, like my dad tapped into that. Mm. And I can probably recall maybe three or four times where I saw pure emotion from him come from a place that I was like, Mm. whoa, he is mad or he is like sad or something is going on, you know, but um, just to hear you guys as as men changing, you know, and saying, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to be something different. Like, I think that's the point. We acknowledge you. You know what I mean? Yes. So I I think it's it's a to, to me like so Father's Day. It's always evolved in, in a sense of me because it's a, it's something I'm growing into myself, like, you know, and getting rid of a lot of the, the, I'm making a choice to be aware and I'm making a choice to grow myself, you know, because today I feel like it's a thing of a father is to me at this point in my life is somebody who creates a space for his loved ones to be able to be them and grow into what they need to be. Yes. That's what I did, and that's what I will continue to do as a father. So when I look at my boys, when I look at them, like, you know, we stopped the, thing, the whole thing of, like, you know, beating our kids and doing mm-hmm. all that stuff like that. We don't, we don't, we don't do that because at this, at this point, I chose to, to educate myself in order to be able to communicate what needs to be communicated to my sons to, 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 to make them level up in a sense. You kind of get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of beating the fear into them and things like that. So to me, it's the awareness of... so. To me, as a father, what I get the chance to do with the, the things that I have is to make my kids more aware and to make my family more aware and to make my loved ones more aware. I built my own place of acceptance. And it's low-key what I needed because it showed building this place, I'm thinking for everybody else, is what I needed. Building this place, I learned how, you know, I, I got the love that I, you know, that I wanted sometimes from my mom, from other women. That come in here, you kind of get what I'm saying from from you, Jenna, from, yeah, well, from that things, yeah. yeah, from like you know all the women that are in my life. I've gotten that love that I needed as a kid. Now that I received that love, man, that's full. Now I can begin to you know to to move on and grow as a person because it, it really healed. It really healed past traumas that I had, 
And I didn't realize that being able to create this thing was going to be so powerful in my life. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking it's for other people, but low key it was for me. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, so so at the, at this point in my life, I, I, that to me is creating that space. And, it's, and, I, and I know it's just going to help me be a better person and, you know, and things like that. I have a question. I have a question, actually, for um, Jenna's baby daddy. Okay. Eddie. For Eddie. Eddie. He get mad. He like Eddie. Eddie. No, I really do. Because I, I, I watched the dynamic of him have his son, Kirsten, and then encompass Jacob. And Jacob's not his son, biologically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's his son. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's Kirsten and Jacob, his yes. boys. How do you feel? What Was there any amount of pressure or do you feel like you had to step into that role because you would have felt like you singled him out regarding Ooh, your biological one. son? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, we got a mic for you. here. Just come, come sit here. <laughs> Y'all, he, don't, he, not, he not the most uh, vocal person through a podcast, hey. but he got some good stuff to say. I mean, coming from a blended, you know. No, you're right. Eddie a deep dude, man. I like Eddie. Mm-hmm. Eddie's dope. That is an excellent question. And what our listeners don't know is that my Jacob came after our relationship. So let's tell him that too. Because sometimes people think that when you have Jacob is that, oh, he was dating you and you had a son. No, Jacob, I adopted Jacob after us. Like we mm-hmm. weren't even in a good place. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't, we can even talk about that if we want to. He was begging. But that, <laughs> but that, that's my question. Did you did you feel it was it was like a, an obligation? Uh, not even an obligation. Did you feel it was your duty as a man who's raising a son that now your son has a brother who is now in his family as a man, and there's no other entity or male there that it was your job to take that role? Ooh, you have to be a little closer. I will say that when I came in, when I had. Kurt, I didn't even know how to be a man. Mm-hmm. So taking, it was almost just like, I just did it, right? I never believe in separating anything, right? Uh, but with that said, it just kind of came together organically. Like, I, I would never have taken Kurt and not taken Jacob. Right. You know, so I never felt any kind of pressure at all to... It's just the type of man you are. You're talking about no, character. Like, not yeah. do it. We're not separating nobody. It was, right, because, <laughs> you know, one thing I can give my, I guess my granny credit for was even my mama, her house was open, kind of like this house, right? Mm-hmm. Joe calls this a transform, place of transformation. My mom and my granny's house was open to everybody. My mom's love language was she'd feed you, mm-hmm. right? She ain't had no money, but she'd feed you, right? Mm-hmm. So when it came to Jacob... I always knew that as long as I had Kurt, I have Jacob. Like mm-hmm. that's the way it's always been. That's always always going to be. So for me, it's it's funny even hearing the question because I've never even thought about it. It's, it's a question. serious right. question. I I, you don't see that often. Not in our culture. It. People, mm. I've watched men go and be like, "I'm coming to pick up my child," mm. and there be two other kids there, like. Mm. Your that's dad odd. bringing you back later? That's like feeding one person right? in a room full of five But it's people. nine of us. Right. Right? We didn't grow that. I, didn't I'm, grow I'm the oldest right. female to nine siblings. I have an older brother, and then everybody else comes after us. My mom, I'm the only one that my dad, I'm, I'm my mother's great baby. But to, to hear, 
my grandmother, it was kind of like your, your family in there. When all the grandbabies at the house, it wasn't no, well, that's your, we all siblings. And to this day, I don't have half siblings. They my siblings, my mm-hmm. sisters and my brother. And I beat you down like we got the same <laughs> mama and daddy. And that's how we all were raised. Yes. If I go home to Jackson right now, I could go to my sister's mom house. And she'd be like, yep, my other daughter here. She, um, I got the <laughs> guest bedroom. If I go to my brother's mom house, she'd be like, yeah. So when my dad died in 2015, September 7, 2015, I got that call. They, were, they didn't want to call me because I, I had the worst relationship with my dad. But going home, I watched all his baby mamas, the ones who could handle it, show up and, and meet the need of the children. It wasn't, well, that's her, that's Ruby's daughter, well, that's Kim's that's daughter, that's Kids that's are that's innocent. It was like, what do y'all need? April ain't eating. Miss Jackie was like, I'm going home to make this baby a meatloaf and mashed potatoes. She need to eat. She can't live off Cheetos and Gatorade. I'm going home right now. If something was needed, you get what I'm saying? Yes. But what the problem that, the reason I asked you that is because all the men that used to be around my dad, the uncles, the best friends, and from them, as a kid, I said something after the funeral, and I was like, I'm kind of angry with all y'all. And they're like, why? You're in the knees. You know, we love you. I was like, I don't know y'all niggas like that. Y'all never showed up for me. And when my dad was doing what he's doing, who held that nigga accountable? None of y'all. Y'all knew what was going on in the house, and none of y'all stepped up. So for the men that do step in Mm -hmm. and encompass children that are not biologically theirs or adopted or whatever because they're attached to their biological sibling, I always give credit where credit is due, and I honor people for that. We're going to give Miss Flowers. He don't want to be on the mic, but we're about to give him. It makes a difference. I want to give, I'll take a small pivot real quick, and I want to give Joe your flowers because Joe reached out to me. I came here a couple weeks ago, Mm -hmm. first time. Joe reached out to me on Wednesday. Jenna had called me on Monday or Tuesday. I was like, are you coming down? I said, yeah, I'm coming. Didn't recognize that today was Father's Day until Joe texted me. And he was like, we want to celebrate Father's Day. So then I processed. I was like, oh, oh shit. It's Father's Day. I don't like, I don't like that day. Uh, uh. So it took, like a, honestly, it took a while to get back to me. Like, yeah. Next, next day, as, as eloquently as I could, I just respectfully declined. I was like, ugh. So then he let it go. He's like, okay, I understand. Mm-hmm. Just so then, but I want to give you your flowers, man, and tell you thank you um, for even extending that olive branch because you don't have to do that. Like you have a beautiful family, you have a career, you've done things the right way. You don't have to do that, and. To still see that kind of humanity in people is absolutely amazing with this world being the way it is. To be able to, you know, have that, you call this the transformation space, like, that's amazing because you're allowing people into your space that you don't have to do that. So, again, I can't thank you enough um, for, for, for the invitation, man, because it really, really touched me. To be able to have that. So, so thank you. And on a deeper level, look at what your sons are seeing. Yep. Wow. On a deeper level, yes. they see they're seeing their dad they see transition from a moment of yes. I don't do something to dad showed up Being on present. Friday and he with other men and we present and he chilling we and smoking eating. cigars, yes. we drinking scotch. You, you get yes. what I'm saying? So yeah. it wasn't just a growth moment wow. for 
you. Yes. It's a growth and an, and an endearing moment for your kids. Yes. Because yeah. kids don't understand. You know, they, they don't. You they know, understand when you are present. Yeah, when you're present. And that is it. Because, you know, my, even though they lost their grandfather, it's like, okay, so you ain't going to. Okay. You ain't gonna cook. You you no. ain't gonna you ain't gonna be there for Father's Day. So. Yeah, and I no. and I you get know. it because my mom is the same. My mom is like Eddie. Um, I remember when my mom would put on my grandmother, her mother's jacket, and would say, "This smells like my mom on Mother's Day." <laughs> and my mom don't do Easter because that was her mom's favorite holiday. Mm. So I can pivot through grief. Yes. I understood grief. So yes. when I reached out to him, I said, I understand. Right. But it's right now, it's about being present. Right. I'll laugh it at that. If you yes. want to come, you come. You don't, you don't. Because yes. grief is funky. It is. It funky, is. funky. It is. And, and, it's, yes. and grief is and funky. A, I mean, but it's it's a it's what you brought, you know, by just even being here. And even Presence. though you're not just saying, oh, I'm here, and you want them to understand. It's like you came through. You here. You, you, like you said, we're fellowshipping. We're enjoying each mm-hmm. other. You know, and the kids get a chance to see that. They see family. Like They do. Yeah. And they see men with other men. Yeah. Like, y'all yes. was out there talking about real shit yes. in y'all life. We got to show our kids that. You don't. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I think, and that's what it's we were talking about. Us. And we was out there talking about how I, I heard the other day, I think it was Tank, right? And Tank was saying how. You know, if Sam Smith makes a song stay with me, it gets the top 100. He said, but if he makes a song stay with me, it don't get no no function on the radio. No, but what he was saying was it'll get no backing by any label. He said, uh-huh. you know why? Because our violence is not threatening to them. Our love is. Uh-huh. Like, like, like us being together is threatening. Like what she said, a black man saying, I'm going to take care of these kids even though they're not mine. That's threatening to them. So that's why, you know, so, so mm-hmm. when she said, what is Father's Day? I, I answered in the sense of, but right now to me, it's revolutionary. Is these right. brothers are revolutionaries because right. I used to think revolutionary was a Black Panther shoot. You know, no. I, that's what I thought growing up. I had to be Pac. I had to be mm-hmm. angry. But as I grew up and I realized revolutionary is being a father. It's revolutionary is revolutionary feeling what she said, filling the gap of the need in the community. Mm-hmm. So if you walk by ten houses in a Black community and there's no father, and you choose to fill the gap, that space, that's revolutionary mm-hmm. because Black. Families make black communities. Black communities make black politicians, make black legislation, make black judges, black That's doctors. Right. That's how it happens. So they're mm-hmm. scared of the black family. That's you right. see what I'm saying? So it's definitely revolutionary. Like y'all that's brothers right. are and, revolutionary. And so. that's, that's where we are attacked the most. Yeah. Our family in that structure is mm-hmm. like. This is, like I tell you, the system ain't broke. This no, is what they always want. Yeah. Design. Yeah. It right. is designed design and it, it works. It you is. preach it, yeah. but you ain't got to press a button. No, you got near the buttons. Y'all doing it. Come on. Come on now. No, you're right, but. When you when you called me today, man, I was like, I told Shauna, I told my wife, I said, that made my fucking day, man. Like when you when you and I told Jenna too, I said, you don't understand, like you first, like it's hard because, like you said, it was a grief thing, right? Now think think of this, like you know, for us to show emotion, for for us to have our emotions neglected, it's hard for us to see others with emotions sometimes. You get what I'm saying? So it's hard to understand that a kid sometimes has that emotion because we don't, we don't, we're not, we are not, you know, we're, we're not uh, acknowledged for our emotion. We're acknowledged for our toughness. That's right. And that you get what I'm saying? You're so, so strong. So yeah, you're so strong. You're so How big. Strong. So so when you so when you so when you're saying that okay, my kid has emotions, it's hard for us to feel that because we've neglected our emotions for the safety of everybody else for so long. You kind of get what I'm saying? Suck it up. So yeah, so suck it up. So I I admire that you stuck you stood out. That's why I was so happy, man, that you came down, bro, because you took that emotion and you faced it. 
You know what I'm saying? And you and you said, I'm going to come. And that to me, that that's more powerful than anything that a man can do, because facing your own emotions means the growth that you will that you that that that's unbelievably like like so dope. And you will become such a better person than a better person. So when you're saying like, hey, how do I become vulnerable? That's fucking vulnerability, man. That's it. That's it's just baby daddy Eddie. It's big Eddie to us. Yeah, it is. It's big OG. And that's why that you're right. That's what I'm talking about. So that that's being that's that's the vulnerability that that takes growth that most people will not acknowledge because most people most men would have been like, man, I'm just gonna we stay in bed. It. I'm good, yeah. bro. I'm gonna bury it. But to April's point, real quick. Um, they those boys. Those Step a little boys, closer to the those mic, baby. Boys do more for me mm-hmm. than I feel like I could ever do for them whether they know it or not. Mm-hmm. And that's how and hmm. it's, it's crazy because, mm-hmm. you know, I have different relationships with Jacoby and with Kirsten and with Zaria and Lindsay and my girls, right, and my older, uh, older ones. But those, these last quartile of kids mm-hmm. at complete pivot. Mm-hmm. Like, from even my transition from Houston to California. Mm-hmm. Never wanted to be here. Never decided to want to live here. Like, <laughs> we talked about that, boy. Tiny little stools and, we got out here. <laughs> tiny little chairs. You know, and the, and the jokes you make. And nothing wrong with and the, the state. Just never really, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Not your people. Comfort, Not your people. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but what I'm, what, the sacrifice mm-hmm. is what I'm learning, right? And I used to be an extremely, extremely selfish Amen. Amen. And that's why I that's oh yeah. And that's why I applaud you. Mm. And I applaud Jenna. Because I thought I was making sacrifices. Mm -hmm. And my big head little brain, I'm doing the best I can. And she'd be like, No. Nigga, no, you ain't. Uh. (laughs) Like I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. Big Jenna. Hey. Talking about Big Eddie. Big Jenna. Uh, you you nah. Big Jenna too. You know, no, G2. I don't want to be Big yeah, Jenna though. And you okay. over here, and I'm like, but I am. Because my head and mind, I feel like I am, right? Yeah. It took a while for me to understand that this isn't about you. Mm-mm. Right? Take yourself completely out of it. Mm-hmm. And what... Do, are these kids gonna say when you about gone, you if God take talk you home? Talk about legacy. That's a home. that's a legacy. If it God, ain't money in houses. If God take you home tonight, mm-hmm. yes, right. I used to always say to her, "You want money, or you want time, but I can't give you both." Time. I what? Could, yeah. I, I, I'm just telling you. That's, that's, that's they how, don't understand. That's how they don't understand. No, no, you're right. No, I, you're right. I, my daddy used to tell me that if you want me present, mm-hmm. we gonna be broke. Mm-hmm. If you want to eat. Then I, I can't come to your game. Mm-hmm. I can't come to Friday Night Football, Junior. Mm-hmm. I got to go out here and work. So that's how we was raised. Mm-hmm. So when I remember working 12-hour shifts and Curtis have a game. And John, you can you come? No. And she's like, Eddie, you don't come to shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to stop asking. Jenna, this child support got me behind the eight ball. <laughs> mm-hmm. Eddie, you made them decisions. Mm-hmm. So I had a whole bunch of, she talking about Skip, her father, demons mm-hmm. to battle. Mm-hmm. You're right. You know, because yes. I was... Battling a demon and he gonna make the same damn mistake. Mm-hmm. But so you, there is no learning. It, it, it's it, just he was getting through. You, <laughs> you, you just coping. we wouldn't call that it, living. It, it, but I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even say that's no learning because I, I, it, it's it's a thing of like. Here's the thing, man. I thought I was a bad person for so long, man. I thought I was like a demon. I thought I was going to hell. I thought the worst person because 
there were things that were going on that I did not know. I couldn't stop. I didn't know. I didn't know how to stop them. For most men, we don't know because we're not, we, we don't get the, the, the talk, sit down, let me tell you how this works. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how, you know what I'm saying, there's situations that happen, but then there's a thought, there's an emotion, then after that emotion, you know what I'm saying, then, you know, it affects your, your action. But, but let me bring you around a group of people who are going to show you a better way. You didn't get the chance to be around a group of people, and, and I don't know how your growth happened, but I know for most people, you, 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 you're, you're exposed to it. And until you like are delved and you know you see that other side, sometimes it's like you you're, you're trapped. That's how they keep you trapped, man. It's like you don't know. So when you're talking about, like you said, going back to the if 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 I don't eat, you know what I'm saying? If you want to eat, if you want money, you or if you want this, or you want time, yeah. that's all you saw. So how are you gonna say that you that you know what I'm saying? You, you didn't know another way. That's so deep. you got to give yourself grace, and that's what I'm saying. Well, men, we got to give ourselves grace because a lot of times we don't know. So that's what I'm saying. Is for so long, that's why I was. I mean, I was suicidal. Because I'm thinking I'm the worst person. I couldn't, I didn't know how to get out of it. I'm so bad. I'm so, I'm so this, I'm so that, I'm so this. But I'm providing, but I'm still not, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Men have to be allowed to accept your God gifts. And what I learned about a lot of black men, they work because it's, a so, so their, their skill is thing is, is work. But if somebody gave you the opportunity to say, Eddie, if you could walk away from whatever you want to do right now and I paid you to do what you love the most, mm-hmm. we may discover Eddie like baking. Yeah. He loved being yeah. in the kitchen doing Smoking. He do. He know how to cook. Or yeah. you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. A lot of men, black men were conditioned to take on the job that pays mm. but not operate in their God gifts of what they love. So they don't pass that on mm. to their kids. So imagine when that young boy be like, Dad, I realize I really paint good. That ain't going to make you no money, money, son. You need to get out you know, there and learn how to fix that car so go. we can get you in the shop. And the kid's like, wow. oh, well, let me bury that. Yeah. I don't want to be a painter. And when you ask most artists or, or eclectic people or things of that, when I worked in corporate America, that was something somebody asked me, like, are you doing what you love every day? I was like, hell no. I do what I love. I don't want to get emotional. I do what I was born to do every day. Mm-hmm. And I love it, even when it doesn't come with a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? Those kids see resilience, endurance, mm-hmm. perseverance through me. And nothing else they're going to learn from this April, they're going to learn that shit. And what I do is I try to push them. When I realize your son loves to cook, I... I start sending him my own TikToks like, ooh, when we gonna make this? You gonna make this for me one day? He's like, yeah, Miss April. We make it. I said, I'll buy the stuff and I'm gonna come to you and we gonna make it. Why? Because I don't know if I'm looking at the next master chef that one day is gonna feed the president of the United States or that's gonna be able to say, you know what? I fed Mm -hmm. half America with this. Or they may come up and be like, you know what, Miss April, because I was in your program, I wanna grow up, have my own program and feed children that don't eat replenished meals. Like, you don't know what you're festering. So as men... I honor you, yeah. Joe, because you operating your God gift. Yeah. You transform people's life through health, conditioning, food, mental, and it's not just mental. talk. You show it through your family. Yeah. You highlighted your wife the other day on Instagram, and I cried. Don't nobody know it. And I was like, "Damn, I want to love like that one day." Like he just blew her up. Look at my wife showing up, and I'm looking at this shot of his body. I'm like, "Hello, booty was there." Like, yeah, like, I was like, "Go here, Joe." You know, okay, I'm here. And yeah. but the fact. That he was able to highlight, right? And then I got your text message that day oh, when yeah. I left, and I was like, "Oh!" And he's like, "Love Joe and Sean." I'm like, you know, 
And there was a picture when you guys posted, you guys had went to an event. Jazz. The, the jazz. jazz. And what did I post under there? And I said, no, oh, I yeah. love these people. Mm. Like, you ask God for specific mm. things. Yeah. And that's board. my point to you. Yeah. When you put in the atmosphere what you need, mm. God shows up and he provides. You may need village and more men because you weren't used to getting that. Now, you don't need to go through Jenna when you have the direct connect. Mm-hmm. It's not, well, Jenna, you going over Joe and Josiah? May, Joe may be like, hey, Eddie, you driving down here this weekend? We we about to do something. And it don't have nothing to do because we have to allow that. They're all my friends. That's faith. You get what I'm saying? So I honor you for operating in your gifts. I heard you say how you didn't feel like you were present or placed, but the whole time, you don't know that your actual gift is also being a, a divine connector. Mm-hmm. You yes, connected yes. so many people in a divine entity in their health and spirit that you don't know. It, it has nothing to do with the physical body. It was the spirit and the soul. So mm-hmm. give yourself credit because your kids are seeing that manifest. They and sure until are. they are learning how to do that as well. I sat there and had a whole conversation with your son just about here. But he don't even know we Jojo. were connecting because he's not. Oh, yeah. I love your locks. He said, do you think? And then he said, well, let me show you some of my pictures. And I was like, oh, you shouldn't have permed it there. And you shouldn't have. Oh, your child nice. don't know me from Adam. Not like that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is he trusts that my dad is putting people in my space that I know won't hurt me or harm me. Mm-hmm. This lady is in my home. So I can talk to her. I can open up. The same way you trust that your sons are in my, you don't know me. But your son's on a program with me for the last three and a half years where I'm instilling whatever I need to in them from from that. Not to take your place, but to add and enhance. You get what I'm saying? So you have to look at the credit where the credit is due. Y'all are out here killing and you don't even know it. I'm looking at a man, I don't even know you, but you cater to your wife, you cater to your baby. The first thing you did when your baby thought she lost the phone, let me get up and help her find you. <laughs> you could have been like, I'm about to get on this, let me let my wife go help you. was like, nah, let me, she finna cry, let me help her find this phone. That was that vulnerability, that was that attentiveness that your baby girls needs to see, right? Because guess what, when she grows up and that young man, she loses something and that man don't get up, she gonna say uh-uh because my daddy my daddy used to get up and help me find what i like can you help me it's an expectation you guys are saying giving unspoken expectations and 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 messages and and lessons that are are learned from every aspect y'all y'all so doing it kudos, yes. Joe, kudos eddie totally. and what's your name marcus, marcus. kudos marcus Kudos, happy Father's y'all, Day. Y'all celebrate yourselves right, because real. when I think, wow. you know, my dad gave me a lot of trauma, but he gave me a lot of good lessons, though. Yeah. He, my blackness. I tell everybody, I grew up in Bowley, Oklahoma. We marched on Martin Luther King Day. He taught me my blackness. And I was chubbier than my sisters, and they're gorgeous. Light skin, tall, thin. You know, you get people get points for that. <laughs> Whatever. Do they? Yeah. They do. Especially where we Color. from. Where we from. Yeah. Colorism. Colorism all day. Yeah. You know. Colorism. Colorism. You know, I know. I'm too dark. I got light skin. If that's a prize, that shit ain't a prize. Just who I am. But I was always bigger than everyone else. Mm. But my father told me every day I was beautiful. He knew. He was like, I'm not going to let the world, I'm not going to let you into the world feeling like something was wrong with you. He told me how beautiful I was. And he gave us, we all have numbers, one, two, and three. I'm his last baby. Number three. Daughter number three, he would call me. Number three, beautiful. (laughs) Every day, black. That's where I get my blackness. I pour into my kids. Not my mom. My mom grew up in a white community. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't get that from her. She very, uh, yes, master. That's, I need that job. I need that. Don't talk that way. Don't. You look a certain way. My daddy was like, fuck them. We make the rules. Well, daddy. My father, he, he had several, he had right. several businesses. Right. He was like, I'll create the world I need you to see. He, mm. That's what I got from my daddy, so show up. Mm. But I want to take a moment to talk to my baby daddy because y'all don't understand. Brittany think that we have the best relationship. <laughs> it's not a normal relationship. <laughs> so let's just... No, Brittany no. think Buzz Lightyear's relationship with a black woman is dope. You gonna say that first? No, no. I tell, I tell people that I'm gonna tell you, it's a unique relationship because I tell people that this is my friend. We wasn't always friendly. I mean, he still can get a two piece and a biscuit. Oh, she too much for me right there. But, but I had I grew up. He's grown up. Still, we still got a lot of growth to do. But I look back like, man, so many lessons through this because I used to destroy him with words. So when y'all ask for vulnerability in safe spaces, that's hard for him because I used to go ham. And now I don't. That's why with Tony, I'd be like, he don't even know how good he got it. You told <laughs> baby daddy, Eddie said, he was like, he don't even understand how good well, he got it. That really, well, as the older you get, you realize that really is just a reflection of how you feel inside, boo-boo. So it that's is. what we realize. All that all that negative things that I shoot at my wife Projection. is really everything that Marcus hates about Marcus. So when you get old enough, you realize right, you're just no. breaking Eddie down to feel better about Back you. Myself really. For what? Yeah. For what? Woo. So I ain't got to talk shit to him. Or the next one, or the next one after that, or the next one after that, because I love them all. Okay? I just don't have to do that. Destroying you with my words does what? Make us have a hard... It makes shit tough. Where you can't be vulnerable, you can't let all that down. It destroys us. It does. Destroying you I'm sorry. If I've never said it, let me say it today. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, make me cry. Oh. But he he's taking was... he's taking on Jacob and it throws people off. They be like, Jacob going too? I'm like, yeah. Why wouldn't he go? Because <laughs> that is the expectation. He goes on vacation, um, and I know you enjoy cursing. I put a lot of work in that baby right there. But cursing, he talk like his daddy. He walk like him. I be want to trip him. Look, God, dog. I said when you walked in, I said, bro. <laughs> they talk. You already like- know. He do. I ain't like, even never met you. I ain't never saw you before. As soon as you walked in that door, I said, God, they even walk dog. Like, you say, man, I love seeing your mama and you. I love seeing your daddy and you. Like, we got to just love that about each other. I it's, it's, like, it's like, like, oh, I'm, look, it's like I'm clowning about Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> but my wife can tell the truth. Look, I'm clowning about Buzz Lightyear, but I got three daughters. And every time we see something where we are represented, because not only are we evolving, but it's a little late, but the culture is also evolving. So, like, it my is. daughter showed me a movie the other day called Sneakerella. It's about a young black man who is a creator, and the young black man is celebrated through the whole movie. Movie, and he's the one that ends up a king and he's the one and I cry right like really man I cry because because like we I love us like yeah. seeing us celebrated yeah. and even me being light-skinned growing up I knew that we weren't celebrated like I no matter what I knew I wasn't white and that when I looked at television we weren't given enough credit so y'all, y'all yeah. was popping 
Oh, the 90, yeah, 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 Bell Bib DeVoe. No, I'm saying, but even now, don't get it twisted. Hold on, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Look, 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 don't get it twisted. Even now, we got Drake, Obama, Steph Curry. So the light skins is still popping, but I, you know, I'm just talking about representation in the way that even I was clowning what she said, but even with Lightyear, even with Disney, I mean, it took them, what, 100 years to stop just showing white girls, but I tell my daughters all the time, oh, you're prettier than Elsa. Elsa's pale. I tell my wife, I tell my children all the time, don't ever let that be the, the pinnacle uh, of beauty to you ever in your damn life. We're ever. comparing ourselves to. So we all evolve. Even culture is, it's a little late. But, but we but getting there. I, but it scares me. Like, not scares me, right? But it's deep how, like, Father's Day hit Big Eddie, how Father's Day hit, your, I need your April. Like, it's that deep. Because what I heard from her was, like, I wanted to hug her. Like, it's that, that deep hurt me it early comes on from, the phone. It comes from so much rejection yeah. of our own father, of boyfriend, of all these men. You know what I'm saying? But now, what, what I would say is you're a real hero because what you're, like I said, People ask me sometimes, why do you study what's wrong with society? It's so that I can be the counter to that. Mm-hmm. It's so that I can be the counter to that. I study the devil so that I could counter him. Mm-hmm. So that I could say, oh, I know what you're doing. And I, and, I know and what I, it looked like period. when it show up. Period. Mm-hmm. So now you're doing that. You're doing that, but you, you know, still love. Uh-uh. It's that honesty. After mm-hmm. that conversation with Jenna, and that's what prompted me to call my sister, it's that honesty factor. I'm everything in a woman in, in regards to professional, mm-hmm. personal, and there. But I am still a broken little girl that is fatherless, and I don't know how to treat a man. I don't know how to accept. Yeah. I'm telling you, that like, where, heart, where this dude come like, from? The dude wow, that's yeah. helping me right now, the dude that I'm dating right now, I called Jenna like, I don't, I think something's wrong. She's like, girl, what happened? Self-sabotage. I don't even know how to receive a COVID package. I don't even know how to receive, to listen to what I'm she saying. love. He's uh. doing everything I've never seen before that did not come with motive, and it scared me. Ooh. He's like, yo, the day after my event, he showed up to the event. He's like, I'm going to stand here and look at you because I knew you had a rough day. He stood in the middle of the event while I spoke on the stage. The next day, he called like, I hear you keep complaining about your car being dirty. Meet me here. I met him. He got my car washed and detailed. And I was like, well, how much I owe you? He was like, what? Like, he was insulted. He was like, don't do that. Can I ask you a question? um, Can I ask you a question? I'm going to give you, right? And then he was like. Well, we finna go on our first date. What you want to eat? I was like, I want steak. He was like, cool. What's your favorite place? I said, one of them's Outback. He was like, that's one of mine, right? So look, I let him pay. We talking. And there, something was broke on my car. Like the fender. I needed a fender clip. Don't ask me what the fuck that is. Something with the fender, whatever. Um, He was like, yeah, let me order that. And then he came to my house while I was sick. And I'm like, well, when you coming to do it? He said, oh, I came the other night. I fixed that already. And I was like, you came to my house and fixed. He was like, right. but listen. He, so look, when he talked about Father's Day, because he has three daughters, 17, 15, and 13. He was married before he's divorced. I said, well, um, my friend was like, what you getting on Father's Day? I was like, oh, I'm supposed to get, like, what do y'all get? Right? But I've been in his garage. He works on his old school, and I'm so OCD. The tools are everywhere. It ain't nothing to organize. So I called my homeboy, like, what do you guys get, men? He said, oh, he need a workbench. You, you, know, you know what that is? I said, no. He said, go on Amazon. I want you to look it up. So mm-hmm. I found one. It was like 160 there. Mm-hmm. I had it ordered and shipped to his house. Mm-hmm. He was like, hey, you have something sent to my house? I was like, yeah. He's like, what is it? I was like, you'll see when you get home. But the girl in me that loved to fix everything, like, I want to help you. I want to help him put it together. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get out the way. Because I want to do it, yeah, right? No, That's just me. But the point of the matter is, in the conversation that me and him had, maybe like a week ago or there, 
he was like, why do you struggle with, like, I'm a man, like, let me be me. Like, I'm doing what I, this is who I am. I told him, I said, because I'm going to be very honest with you. I don't know how to receive from a man without motive. And my mind is telling me in the back of my head, when this nigga finna ask me for pussy? Mm -hmm. Or when he finna ask me for his money back? Or when he finna be like, hey, if you don't do whatever, whatever, remember I did yep. this for you. And that's why I don't so want my it. natural instinct mm-hmm. is like, uh-uh, let me pay you back. I thank Mm-mm. you for helping take care of me. He like, no, don't do that. And I had to say how I counsel clients. Why am I pushing my insecurities and my trauma onto him? That's not fair to him. But in my honesty of telling him, hey, I realized at 40, I may not really know how to date. Mm-hmm. He was like, okay, so then let's just work on it together. That's it. And that's what he's doing now. He was like, you do realize we don't have to see each other every day. We don't even have to talk every day. And I'm like, really? He's like, you may need your space to do what you got to do. And I may need mine. You know, I got three daughters. Like, he's like, it's the sometimes abstinence makes the heart grow fine. He's mm-hmm. like, give me time to miss you. Give me time mm-hmm. to whatever. And doing that, he's like, and here's the thing. If I invite you somewhere with me, Please don't insult me by pulling out your checkbook, April. He's like, mm. I'm inviting you mm. into that space. Now, when I invited him out, I paid. At first, he was like, no, nah. he pulled out his wallet. And I was like, I, I invited you. He said, you know what? All right. He said, as a man, I, you bought me a few drinks. Cool. The, the point is, we're drinks, learning you from each booty. other. <laughs> no, you're right. Oh, April's homegirls, though. Every day y'all talk to her. And April yourself, when you wake up, you say, do not let your trauma fuck this relationship up. Right? Because even my wife knows, like, like uh, I used to tell her, when I was dating, I could tell someone who grew up with a father or grew up around men and who didn't. Because no, 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 no. All I mean is because you could accept yeah. different things from men. I've heard and that. so mm-hmm. even me, I have to not allow my trauma to mess up my relationship. So mm-hmm. April, he's a keeper. Don't let your trauma mess it up. Like, keep being honest as you are. Keep, uh, be, keep being, practicing what you preach yes. with them kids. I know we all, Allow yourself to be loved. I got one more thing. Allow yourself to April. fuck up and, and, and make mistakes. But don't allow your trauma. See, allow yourself to do different things. Don't allow your trauma to do shit. Because that's just trauma. You know what I'm saying? And so we can't do that. We can't let it hold us back. And the our- last thing, and you got to it at the end, and I'm going to say this too. It goes vice versa for men. Me and my wife been together 18 years, and last night we had a conversation about some stuff that I didn't know how to accept from her that was causing me to block some stuff that she was trying to give me. And it released a lot of stuff in me, and it made me more free as a person. So don't ever think that, you know what I'm saying, as even men, like whatever relationship you are, that you're, you're ever there. You've ever released it all. You're ever, you know, I won't say you like, you know, because there's always more that you can give yourself by releasing. And, and give to your partner by releasing, but you know what I mean? So just being being honest, I think, is the, the, the best thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you did. Like, it gives that person a chance because it puts up a wall, man. And you're, you're, not, you're not conversating, not, you know. I, I, I believe it's just levels that we are all growing. You know, at the end of the day, even when you get over that obstacle, you're still going to have another one. Yeah. And you keep evolving as you evolve together. You know, that's how about relationships is going to be at the end of the day, whether whoever it may be, you yeah. know. So you got to allow yourself to grow in the moment. OK, yes, today I'm going to work on this trigger, you know, or today I'm not, you know, or whatever it may be. You know, that's how you just continue to grow and continue to evolve. I want to definitely give all you one 
wonderful fathers. You know, y'all flowers. And I appreciate y'all today. Mm-hmm. Y'all are amazing. You know, because you're just not about to talk. You're about to walk. And, and that's hey. really what it is. You know, walking the fact like that y'all something. are walking and... <laughs> we need that song we need that song that y'all are showing these kids you know how to show up these men these young men because we got some young men guys like we got more men up in here you know like right showing yes that too that too yes adults too yes april we ain't gonna give it all to them you showing yes yes and we and we appreciate y'all so continue continue and we we you know all right jenna bring it in Oh, I get to wrap it up. I just want to say happy Father's Day. Um, y'all are important. Even if it don't have to be a day just designated to you guys. Um, y'all are just as important as a mother. You know, sometimes people think moms are way more important than dads. That's not true. My dad gave me self-esteem. Period. Mm. <laughs> so continue to show up. And I'm going to go ahead and shout out um, Open Heart Leaders, OHL, because we need more male mentors. Whoop, whoop. Y'all, it's majority young men, fatherless homes. They need this vulnerability. Yes, they do. If we want change, we have to be the change we need. Uh-huh. <laughs> it starts with us. We need you guys to show up. These young men need to see you. They need to see tears in your eyes. They need to see you when going through grief. Grief is not always a loss. I talked about that in another episode. Uh-huh. It's not a loss of somebody not being physically here. I grieve old versions of me. Uh-huh. I have to give myself grace because I didn't always get it right. Give yourself some grace. I still struggle with my therapist wow. with that. I grieve old versions of me when I thought I should have known better. But I had to go through the fire, right? Got to go through the fire to learn a lesson. I struggle. Give yourself some grace. Reach out to these young boys, uh-huh. especially, and the girls. But we have a need for black men in our community. Yes. We need yes. y'all at OHL. Hey. Go ahead. What website? Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Break it through. Go ahead. Give them the, give through, the website. Because we need these male. You never know. Openheartleaders.org. Openheartleaders.org. And, and these young men range from ages like 11 to 18 and, and up sometimes mm-hmm. from there. And they are, all they are getting literally is female energy right now. And I don't want to be that. They, they're getting female energy. They have no, no insight of what's after their little bitty storms. And some of them, believe it or not, are going through greater Hello storms, storms than adults. And I'm like, yo. And some of them do have daddies, but their daddies are just as broken as them. And so they're combating that at home. Society, what's in the home, and trying to figure it out. And figure so out life. It's just, it's a lot. We need y'all. It, it, we do. And it ain't just black. I'm saying, I, I have to shout out our brown population, too. Yep. I have a lot of Hispanic boys and babies, and they struggling. Because our cultures align kind of in that same uh-huh. instance of where the fathers are groomed to just work. These men are watching their dads go out across the border, work and do that. And they're like, oh, it's my mom with the kids. Like, that's mm-hmm. what it is, Ms. April. So, no, openheartleaders.org. We taking the month off in July. We'll be doing activities, but not meeting. But in August, hitting the ground running. And this year, I'm actually going to do this camping trip. My Me boys job. have been wanting to go camping. They want to go fishing. The sad part is, I told him, Miss April don't know how to fish. I'm sorry, I do. but I I'm will Bowley, find Oklahoma. somebody to teach y'all how to fish, and I will. They find need y'all to mail. They need the mail influence, y'all, so we can go, light the campfire, and you know, just shoot the shit and, and heal in a different arena. So, 
these are the things that the boys want to see. One of the boys just asked in the car, one of my Hispanic babies just asked yesterday when I was taking them home, Miss April, are you still doing the men night when we get to talk to the men? We need you. And I said, yes, I'm going to plan that so that you guys have that. And I said, and no women will be there. And he said, well, no, you can come. Miss April, I said, no, because what I want to teach him is it's okay that women, Miss April and Miss Jenna and Miss Parsha, like we don't have to be there for them to, to have that. And so... These are the things that are happening, and um, I just applaud y'all. Happy Father's Day. Yep. And to Every those day. who are fatherless, for whatever reason, there's still room to heal and, and room to grow. Mm. And trust me, for us 30- and 40-year-old women, we still need fathers, too. Mm. Amen. For those elderly men that be wanting to show up and, and just teach, because we didn't learn everything we, we needed to. Here I am at 40 admitting shit. I don't even really know how to fucking date. Right, so that that's opening my invite to go talk to now men that I trust in their groom and wow. age to be like, hey, can we can we have this conversation? Like, can I ask you some questions and you give me the honor? Yeah. Like, it's never too late to be a father because you are a father even in the grave. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that is this episode of Just Keep Living. We'll catch y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>